Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ernest, what's up? Look, today I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, a real weight on my shoulders. You know, we all have these moments, big or small, that just stick with us. When we don't talk about these things, then they can start to affect our lives in unexpected ways. That's why having a space to express these feelings is so important. I know firsthand the benefits of therapy. It's been transformative for my friends and family. Therapy can help you learn crucial skills like setting boundaries and developing coping strategies. It's not just about dealing with major events. It's also about enhancing your day-to-day -day life, allowing you to become the best version of yourself. So if you've been thinking about therapy, BetterHelp can be a great option for you. It's entirely online, which makes it super convenient and adaptable to your busy schedule. You start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists at any time if you feel the need without any additional costs. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EarnYourLeisure today to get 10% off your first month. Remember, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash earn your leisure don't wait don't hesitate head over there now speaking about jokes um what are some takeaways from this um cat williams interview i'm a i want y'all to lead with that well well my, my biggest one okay i'll say this um 
the uh, the manifestation parts I liked a lot, for sure. So when he said, yo, I'm one of the richest people on earth, whatever I want, I can have it if I put my mind to. I think that was incredibly powerful. Um, the parts that he talked about consistently getting better at his craft. I think the business lessons in um, a hundred city tour mm-hmm. that he finances, that's our model. Love that talk. We'll get to the spicy stuff later, but the business lessons I, I pulled out of it and how giving he is. Um, helping comedians behind the scenes. Um, Bootsy even said when he first got out of jail, Cat just gave him 15000 invited him to a show. Um, so the giving part was touching. And, you know, some of the more sentimental parts about him have, coming from a broken home, and you can still see some of that pain there. Mm-hmm. I think that's why he has so many children now, and he's trying to make sure those kids don't go through the same troubles that he went through. Um, it was a lot of salacious stuff in there, but those parts that I picked out that had the most impact on me. And also, too, um, I put this on Twitter, but like certain people, when they just come on a platform, they just dominate out the gate. I think that's a skill set. Umar does it. Bajanisa has done it when she's been on the platform. Like you ask Bajanisa one question, she'll answer 15 back to back. I think from a showmanship standpoint, there was a lot to learn. And also Shannon and being a host and interviewer and broadcaster giving his guest room to speak, I think was very powerful. Um, so if we're going to start with the positive, those are the positives that I would have taken from the interview. Uh, I will second that. Um, I think the power of independence was big when he talked about funding his own tour um, yep. and taking the credit for that. You know, a lot of times people say that was great. That was great. Who did this? And it's like, nah, that was me. I thought that was dope. I think him calling them out the, the new age of comedians by name was important. That was fine. He could have just said I liked everybody, but he called each one of them out independently. And he might have missed a few, but the fact that he named some tells me that he's a student of the craft still. I think mm-hmm. he was a student of his time. Um, and if you listen to that, he literally watched every episode of Club Shay Shay. Did his homework. Did his homework and came back and rebuted everything that someone had said throughout every episode. Um, and you know, there was a lot of truths and, and some of them, maybe they were fabricated, but he, he studied, um, before he got there. And a lot of times people don't do that. They come and they're like, right, I'm just gonna do this interview. I'm gonna sit down and I don't have a message. Um, yep. and he did, he did, he seized his moment and it, I mean, to call it viral would be an understatement. You're talking about 35 million views in less than a week. And That's they, crazy. they were asking, uh, they were asking, um, like, could that ever happen again? And he was like, I don't, I don't think something like that can ever happen again. I'd, I'd have to get Michael Jordan on here to tell me why he retired in 1993. He'd be the only way. And even then, I don't think it would catch people by surprise because it, it just yeah. needs a level of controversy. Um, but those things stuck out uh, and definitely the education piece. And shout out to Principal Ra. I know he clipped that piece up about, you know, teachers being underpaid uh, and undervalued and have the yeah. most important job. Um, I thought that was super important, super important. And you can tell he just—he's a bright dude. You can tell he's a bright dude, um, and he had a lot to, to get off his chest. And he waited for this moment. He waited right to the end of the year, accepted the invite, and the rest is now history. History: thirty-five million views. That's incredible. Shout out to 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 Ankh and shout out to Club Shay Shay. Yeah, shout, shout out to him for creating a moment for us. Rashad, what about you? Uh yeah, you know I think that Cat Williams is one of the greatest comedians. He's a very funny person, but. And was on the dip set at one point. For sure. That's a fact. Um, but you know, I just feel like um I'm gonna take the contrarian 
view on this point. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, man, you know, you die, you die hero or live long enough to be a villain. I just don't like the narrative of like whenever somebody becomes successful, it's because they signed a deal with Illuminati or they sold their soul. And I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't agree with that. And like, you know, I see, I see a lot of things personally and I know that people are smart. Like I know Kevin Hart's a really smart person. I read his yeah. book, somebody I actually studied and I, I got a chance to see him speak. And um, he's an extremely intelligent person as far as his, his business acumen. Kev Sharp. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't feel like um, even like, you know, truth telling has limits because it's like I think like Charlemagne said, I spoke with him. But if you call somebody a plant, but who's the gardener? Right. Like you could call out a soldier, but even even a top soldier is still a soldier. So until you actually start calling out names of generals and lieutenants, it's just infighting. It's not really going anywhere. The only person that really ever called out generals in a semi-cohesive state was Dame Dash. Kanye did it, but Kanye's not mentally stable. So, like, the only one that was, like, you know, like, kind of semi-stable that actually did it was Dame. That's that's something I really respect. Like, call out somebody that really has power. Harvey Weinstein's already done. That's not, that's an easy call out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you're going to start calling people out, call people out that really have the power. He's saying like somebody wore a dress, but who made them wear a dress? Who financed the movie? Who's the person that's really behind? Who's like now? Now we start to really see it. Like just calling out people at the end of the day, like they might have money, but they don't really have power. So mm. how productive is it really? It's a good entertainment. Um, and you know, it leads people, people get swayed easily. So, like, oh, we're in the age of truth telling. How are we in the age of truth telling? The people in power are still in power and nobody knows who they are. So what truth are what, what truth are we telling? What exposure? Who's really getting exposed? <laughs> say, like, people what, who, who doing nasty work, but, uh, but, who, to, but who but who's really getting exposed? What I'm saying it's not it's not it's not the age of exposure. It sound good. You don't That's think just, so? It's just a catchy, it's just a catchy phrase. Nobody really getting exposed because the people that really get exposed, you don't even know who they are. You don't even you never even heard of them before. And they they'll never get exposed. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel that, like a lot that of Epstein list just came out. And no and nobody said one thing about it. That's the that's uh, my problem. You know why nobody said nothing about the Epstein? Because the only person that they knew was was Bill Clinton, as far as like a name. If it was if it was Diddy on that list, it would be all over Shade Room. If it was Beyonce mm. on that list, it would be all over every every black media outlet possible. 250 people's names. These is powerful people. You don't know who these people are. So it's like, all right, we don't care. That's what I'm saying. It's fake. We can we can act like we we in the age of exposure. It's no he get they they gave you 250 names of very extremely powerful and wealthy people, and nobody said one thing. Yeah. I think the names that they gave we people already knew, like Clinton was there, Trump was there, uh Prince Edward was there. But like you said, Stephen, there's, there's 247 like, people that there? are dignitaries that we didn't even think of. And it happened simultaneously. This ha- this interview happens, and now that becomes a thing that people talk about, especially in our community. That becomes a thing that we talk about, and whatever happened over there, all right, whatever. People just want to be entertained. That's yeah. it. it. It's not about exposing. It's not about this. It's just about entertainment. If you can entertain people, you're going you're gonna to always have a a career and um, something to talk about. So, you know, it's just fake. I feel like, I feel like it's just fake outrage. Nobody really care about exposing. Nobody. 
it's it's not real to me. I don't I don't I don't really think it's real until I see until I start to see real power being attacked. I don't really I I don't really look at it as real. I just look at it as entertainment. Can you define real power? Like I said, people that's really in position. If you want to talk about Hollywood, who's really behind Hollywood? Who's really in control of films? Who's really moving the finances? That's people that's in power. If you want to talk about business, who's really running hedge funds? Who's really behind Wall Street? If you want to talk about politics, who's really running financial campaigns to get people elected? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like this is. Other than that, it's just it sound good. It's a slogan. That's all it is. Like a bumper sticker. Well, I mean, we're only in January. I think more to come. I think once they put this, this is going to be a lot more heat on this. And Kanye list. speak, but Kanye not mentally stable. So Kanye will say something, and then he'll come back and apologize. Then he'll put his wife naked. And I love Kanye. I'm one of the biggest Kanye fans ever in history of life. But I mean, bro can't really be taken seriously right now. He's not. He's not somebody that can actually. So when he says something, it don't really even matter because he gonna apologize. <laughs> The, the, you can't, the, you can't, you can't, you you can't expose something and then apologize. No, the, the, the walking naked and barefoot as well. No, you always apologizing. Yeah, like well, my whole so, thing I mean, is like, that's what happens when you get death threats, though. You gotta apologize. But don't say something if you if you gonna apologize or be There's concise. A lot of people who do that, but he could be concise in the thought. Sometimes it's not right. Like he'll apologize and then he'll do the the listening for the album in Vegas and he'll have the same thought. It's like, well, what this don't even make sense. Or why are you apologizing right before the rollout of a shoe? Right? So like, is, is it is it really an apology you know or is saying? it to sell your or, album? Or was it or part sell, of sell, sell your shoes? Sell your socks. <laughs> like I said, shout out to you, but come on, I think you know come like yeah, shout it, out to you. Did, but did cat tell a lie though? Uh, other than the four four forty and the three thousand pages. I don't really know what's a lie or not, but I, like saying, I, I said, I'm not I'm not in that inner circle. Yeah, but I just I just feel like when you just say like I Ludacris got the got the role because he's an Illuminati. I mean, what is Illuminati? I've never seen Illuminati. I haven't seen this yet. But I don't know. I just find it hard to believe. You didn't that get the, the email? That's what I'm about to say. It might I, be I, my check, junk. I got the email. I ain't get the late Como email, but I got the Illuminati email. <laughs> it might be in my junk. In my junk. Or perhaps. Yeah, it's spam. Got you. But, perhaps. And even like, you know, you call somebody's wife ugly. I don't, too really, far. I don't really That's rock tough. with that. Ludacris' wife is not ugly, though. But, but well, you don't even do that. I, I just don't see the benefit in doing that. I feel like he's hurt, and you know he probably has a lot of legitimate gripes with people. So I can't speak on that because he might have personal issues. But Steve Harvey, everybody know he had a man unit. That 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 wasn't new information. That came out ten years ago. Yeah, and it's I mean it's even instant the attack on him is like he's a gatekeeper. But the the young comedians that you named, he plays a major role. In their success, he he didn't he didn't attack one gatekeeper. No nobody. No, I'm talking about he, he was calling he was saying gatekeeper. But he was mentioning him in that sense. But then, I mean, shout out to 85 South. But to a man, they will tell you the role that they he played in their career. So it just kind of I don't know his truth because we, yeah. we we're not we're not from that circle, right? So I can't say what he's saying is a lie. But I know that the work that these guys put in, and I know some of the works that and the influence that he had on them. That part we I do know. But my last thing with Cal, like I said, I'm actually a Cat Williams fan. But I just feel like there's yeah, inconsistencies, there's inconsistencies in it. Like he talked about, like he, he didn't wear, he didn't want to wear a dress, and he talked about like a lot of black empowerment themes and stuff like that. But I'm like, your whole career was built on being a pimp, so it's like, which which is better, wearing a dress or being a pimp? Like a pimp literally puts women on on the track and they sell their bodies for money to men. There's nothing glory. There's nothing 
there's nothing funny about being a pimp. Like that's that's not there's no empowering thing about being a pimp. Like I said, I'm not knocking it, but it's like when you start knocking one person, you got to make sure like it's not like you played a Malcolm X your whole life and you're trying to like uplift black people. Like you're literally you played a pimp in Friday and you you've played a series of pimps. So it's kind of like the 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 pot calling the kettle black. Like how is that empowering or how is that beneficial to society? Like you want your daughter to be a prostitute. But like I said, I mean, you know, it's it, I, it don't even matter what, what, what it is because it's like people are very emotional and they just say like, and, and I realize that people just hate people at the top. So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They all gatekeepers. They all Illuminati. They all, well. I mean, but, but I, th I think the biggest point he was touching on was integrity. And I don't know which parts were true and the jokes still and all that. Cause there was some reports of him stealing jokes came out, but I think the biggest thing he was pushing on was people not being fair or trying to hold people back. And I know that's something I don't practice. I know some of y'all don't practice, even like with keys, like every time I would see keys, I'd be like, yo, get on stage, kill everybody, including me. Don't hold back. But if everyone doesn't feel like that and people are doing sucking shit behind the scenes to keep people from being elevated, I can see why he would have. But I, I get your point about not mentioning the gatekeepers. But if we want to mention the gatekeepers, we can. We can do it. My whole thing is this, man. If we in the age of telling the truth, then just tell the truth. Tell the whole truth, not part of the truth. And don't just attack somebody that looks like you. Attack everybody. You gotta go full fledged, like I said. That's why I respect Dame, cause Dame don't care. Dame, Dame attack everybody. Say what you want about Dame. He's equal opportunity. He's equal opportunity attacker. Yeah. And he spoke at the highest level to the highest people, and he and he paid the consequences for it. Absolutely, that's a lot that comes with that too. That's a lot that come, most people don't want to carry that burden. Love. Well, love. We're gonna leave with that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. One one last thing. What will you say to the naysayers to say that we're caping just because we have a relationship with Steve? Because you know it's gonna come out tomorrow. I won't say anything. Good luck, love. Good luck. Well, I don't, I don't have to defend my my opinion. It's just my opinion. Yeah. Good luck. You don't have you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with my opinion. I don't have to defend my opinion either. I like this energy. <laughs> I like this energy. <laughs> That's just a fact. It's just a fact. Yeah.